Welcome to the Complete Fitness Podcast with Core 4 Complete Fitness. Your episode is starting in 3, 2, 1. All right, everybody. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Complete Fitness Podcast. It's me and it's Corey. Greetings. What if Greetings. We did, what if we did the whole thing accelerated like that? Just talk fast, high pitched. Oh, yeah. We got a very fun topic today, something very interesting, totally intrinsic mindset stuff um, that we use in the fitness world, in our career development. It's part of just growing up in my mind, uh, but not everyone does it equally. And you know this because you know people that fall into these categories. And so we'll get into it. It's a lot of fun. But first, subscribe, please. Share Review, this with your share, friends. Subscribe, tell people you like it. It makes you laugh. It makes you think. You learn stuff. It's simply something to do. Whatever narrative it fits in your life, if you listen to this every week, which we can see, we know people do. Decent amount of people, too. Not to pat ourselves on the back, but billions. Hey, yo. With a B. Um, we know there's something about it that you like. Please share and tell friends, family, Social media, share it, whatever works for you. Continue to review, share, subscribe. Thank you so much so we can keep making it. Um, and then Core 4 Supplements, core4supplements.com. You know the deal, spend 99 bucks or more, get free shipping. Use promo code podcast to get 10% off. We're still working on that electrolyte, right? That's next up. It should be coming, coming up, down the pipeline soon. Coming up but soon. Like with everything in awesome. the world, it is taking 26 times as long as it should. But Oh, yeah. That's the nature of the beast with the whole planet right now. That's so it. soon. Um, all right. That stuff's over with. Now. Let's get into it. Onto the fun stuff. So today's podcast, we want to talk about competition. Yeah. The spirit of competition. A lot of people end up shying away from it because the majority of people are very scared of failure and they don't think of winning primarily. They think of losing. We have kind of this fear-based mindset just from when we've evolved and everything that we do, we think of probably the worst possible outcome instead of the greatest possible outcome. Um, and when so things get competitive, people tend to back down or shy away from that. And uh, we want to talk about just how important it is to have competition in your life, happy, healthy competition. Um, that pushes you, that drives you to be better and not shy away from challenges that push you along the way. Because honestly, you know, we've had challenges just through like the gym businesses, obviously. And there's countless times that we failed at stuff. There's stuff that we did and we messed up and we butchered. Oh, yeah. um, Still do. But then we do it again and we're like, hey, we failed the first time, but now we're going to win six, seven, eight times in a row because we learn from that mistake. And it's um, also relating to others failing and you competing against friends and family and other businesses, if we're talking about gym stuff, whatever it may be for you. also want to, um, I guess, more or less explain the connections and what, what makes healthy competition, what makes you puts you in a place where you see 
your buddy succeeding and it makes you happy instead of you see your buddy succeeding and it makes you jealous um, or things like that where you slowly wish that so-and-so doesn't succeed or do better than you um, versus what you should do if you're a friend, a family member, um, whatever. So starting at the core of it all, is competition good or bad? The answer is good, right? Mm-hmm. Because it motivates you. So you brought up the example of um, in business. In the gym world, there are plenty of gyms. There are plenty of different kinds of gyms. Um, so for us specifically, being a group fitness training facility, we have a lot of competitors that are also group fitness training facilities, right? And you have gyms that are regular gyms, but in there they have group training they, facilities. So they it's also like you have all offer. these different facets of kind of the same principle. Where does competition strengthen us because of that? I have a messed up way of viewing all of it. No, it's not. I, Let's hear it. I take it like personally to where I get like, like the older I get, the more that I realize that I like competition. And so like if somebody, I don't know, let's say a new gym pops up that is somewhere near us. I take that as like a slap in the face. Like they did not think they thought they could come into our town and whoop our it. Like that's yeah. how I take it. Like yeah. bury these guys. Yeah. That's probably not very healthy because they're probably <laughs> just a normal family, just nice people. normal person just, just trying like to make to a living. Food on my, on my <laughs> yeah. Well, that's plate. how I look at it. I'm like, this piece of shit is trying to take food <laughs> off of my daughter's table. And I'm like, no, but that's how. Oh yeah. Kind of I view and everybody processes competition like in a different way. But um but you have to you just like with you would in hockey or football, you also have to kind of respect your opponent. If you just go, I'm gonna bury this guy and badmouth him, it will come back and kick you in the ass. There was a gym owner yep. that talked a bunch of crap about us. It happened to us. And you know, we're pretty friendly with Damn near. I mean, we have a gym in the same plaza as our Milford location. She's great. Um, but we're friends with other gym owners and we bounce ideas off of each other. We help each other grow. And if something helps one location, yes. we'll help. You know, I've bought programs from other gym owners that he says, yep. we're doing great with this. Take this. And we really do help each other out with what's working, what's not working. We'll vent to each other. So yeah. when you kind of see the, the one-off people that are, trying to kind of bring you down it uh you know it, it it kind of fires you up well that's the flip side what you just said about taking from other you know learning oh this works for you okay well can i i'm gonna try it with my members um that's where i think the maturity of competition really helps you now if you were somebody who would just be so closed off to it that you would immediately see someone doing something in the gym business different than you and it immediately sucks. think it's stupid. Yeah. It's not legit. It's, our way it's the this, highway. it's not that we're better than that. You are going to stay stale, stay standing still forever. Yeah. And I mentioned a few podcasts back where I was talking um, about that Mr. Beast guy that my little brother showed me and how he said that he's learning, he's learning so much from observing other people failing. So you don't have to do it yourself. Yeah. So if you cast this net of just kindness and you grow 
your brand within other people and you share ideas and you're open to other, if we're talking about, you know, business, other gym owners and the way the, they do things and they're open to the way you do things and you value what they're doing and you don't wish them failure, you actually wish them success and you're along for the ride when you start seeing them succeed and doing stuff that succeeds, all that's going to do is help you skip steps to not fail. Yeah. So while they're succeeding, guess what? You can also succeed. And you know? like you said, they got from point A to their point B, and then you can go, hey, how did you do that without right. me making all the mistakes that you made? That's exactly right. You don't have to waste your time failing. And it all just comes from being open enough to not close yourself. Like, it's the fine line of competition, which is the whole point of this podcast is, not shutting off to it and going, oh, well, they don't do things my way. My way is better, yada, 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 baloney, and going, oh, maybe there's something to that. Oh, maybe that's good. Obviously, I like my stuff, our style. I believe in our philosophy, but these people do this. What and it tends to really their be work. What if we yeah. think of, what if we start implementing some of that? Um, and that's where in personal life, if we get outside of business, that's where personal life why I want to talk about this podcast so much, why I was excited for it is a lot of people. And I remember myself growing up, you know, when you're growing up and figuring out uh, life with all your friends, you may have found yourself getting jealous of, of your friend's success. You know, if it's their career or uh, maybe they got married before you or had, whatever you've got, everyone's got their own things that they think is cooler. And it ended up making you, feel you, you kind of really got to think and humble yourself a little bit jealous you know and, and feel belittle them in their mind and, and secretly wish that they would fail wish that they don't make it like i have a uh friend who's a stand stand-up comedian and he's like trying to come up and make it and four or five years ago i would have been like oh i kind of hope he doesn't i'll be real jealous when i see him when he's a millionaire he's a million. on netflix yeah and now it's like I, that couldn't be the more opposite of the truth and i don't know what happened in me i don't know if it's just maturing or growing up um but i'm actively rooting for him i guess not that i was never not i don't like to admit but maybe secretly i was and it was just to protect myself and then it comes down to why do I need to protect myself so much? Oh, it's because I'm not doing anything that I am working for, right? Or my own life. I'm not, you know, when, you, when you're when you so focused on others and competing and, and blah, they're doing this, they're doing that, they're doing that. All it ends up being is a reflection on you because your wheels are spinning. You're not doing the work. You're feeling poorly, you're, you know, and, and whatnot. So it's all kind of this vicious cycle that's surrounded around competition. Um, and finding the balance and, and whether or not competition is good or bad. There's that crab in the bucket story Hit that um, I share whenever we do a challenge that there's this crab in this bucket and the crab is trying to get out and this fisherman has all these crabs, like 10 of them, and this crab's trying to escape and this guy is talking to this fisherman and he goes, hey, you better watch out because your crab is about to jump out of the bucket. And he goes, no, watch this. And he goes, right, he's about to leave. All the crabs kind of band together and they pull him back in the bucket over and over again. And it's tend to what we do like in the real world too. We kind of mimic that same behavior. When somebody's kind of reaching out or trying to grow or doing something, you have all these crabs or people that go, oh, he's never going to make it. Oh, it's going to fail. It sucks. It's this. 
And instead of trying to push them, people tend to kind of bring them back down um, to their level. And like how Evan was saying, you need a certain balance of healthy competition. And like, I'd be lying if I say like I see other people that are, you know, gym owners that have like, you know, eight locations and 300, 400 members. You probably know who I'm talking about if, <laughs> if you're listening. Um, but with that, there's, there's a healthy respect behind that too, where I'm like, I also know how hard people work and I know That's what they put thing. into it. And I know that everybody is completely different and you have to, you have to want them to succeed. If they don't succeed, it's going to affect your success too. If somebody doesn't go out there and they're the first, you know, group fitness place, I am probably not here today because I haven't learned from them and I haven't evolved. So making sure that like you aspire and you kind of set them as role models for you and go, I, I know that I can achieve this because they've achieved it. And what can I learn from this person? And what can they learn from me? Maybe I do something that they're like, holy crap, we never thought of this. Um, but you have to have kind of a mutual respect and a mutual, you know, respect or what's the word I'm looking for? Just a, a yeah, a reciprocal relationship between you guys to where you go. I appreciate you. I like what you're doing and I'm using you as kind of this bar to achieve um, as far as competition is concerned, rather than somebody that I can look at and go, oh my God, we're so much better than them. Or right. it doesn't look, it doesn't work like that. There's going to be days, weeks, months, years that people kick butt. And there's going to be days, weeks, years, months that they just eat shit. And it just, it's the way it works sometimes. But over time, how you were saying, even in your personal life, like everybody kind of reaches to the same point all at different times. Some people get there sooner. Some people get there later. Some people make a couple extra thousand dollars a year or whatever it is. But usually you kind of are all in this like pot together yeah. that at different stages, you all have certain things going great and certain shit storms that hit and babies and marriages and kids. And it all kind of just, you're all in the same web together, more or less. The way, what, I think helping and I'm kind of thinking about this in real time while we're talking about it and listening, but I kind of really developed in my circle with my friends and my family, this really team oriented mindset where we're all on one team. So if my buddy starts making a ton more money than I do at you one point in my life, you're not on the team anymore. Right. And that's not, that's not the case. What they did is they elevated our team, baby. Now we're all winning. Yeah. Even though he's not giving me money or anything like Give that. Bread. Yeah, it's just, but it's it's like, why would you take this, I mean, quote unquote, successful person, if you want to put it that way, based on just, you know, income and just kick them out? You know, yeah. if, if anything, that's a strong person that you have in your corner and they're, and so. Um, or the stuff that they you, can share. Here's what right. I did. Here's what I learned. Right. Here's how I and got more money. And sometimes it's completely different interests. You know, like some people just have different career paths. Let me tell you, you don't become a personal trainer for the money. No. <laughs> but you, you evolve do it for a lot out of, of there stuff. and you go, oh, right. I can keep. And you work and just like the way my life has changed and just through Corey and his business and then me, you know, taking such a role on and now, you know, I feel like I'm so invested in it. And it's, you know what I mean? 
that's different. That's just his career changing and, and the evolution. And, of it. and that's just honestly, frankly, a lot of work, working, 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 working to get there and establish community and, and yeah, it don't have to get into it, what our job entails. And, uh, somewhere along that line is you get really content and happy with your life. And do you think it's from knowing that like in this personal experience, let's say when I was a part-time trainer here at Milford and my best friend, I'm making this up and my best friend, um, just got his doctorate degree, just became a doctor, right? I'm working part-time as a personal trainer. He's a doctor. Our society says one is way cooler than the other thing, right? One's making a lot more money. He's one's more successful. And right. One has all this stuff. Now, seven years goes by. He's still a doctor, still making money, probably making more money. Um, and I have done what I've done in my career, which is We've opened Wixom. I'm very involved over there. Manage it. Feels like it's my gym. Love the community. Everyone's really friendly and awesome. And and we switched to Core Four, and we're growing this business and entity. I'm incredibly proud of that. I live a mile down the road from my house. It's that's my town. I feel like right. And and that was something that I worked hard to build. And now I don't have that resentment towards my friend. Is it just because of me being me knowing? That I've worked hard, you know what I mean? You kind of you're not think, obsessed with it, or is it just maturing? I think you don't have the time anymore. You don't you're have like, the time. I'm so folks, some people are like, they'll come in and be like, Have you ever heard of whatever? Teeny Bopper Six workout online that's so and so. And I'm like, I don't have the like I'm so focused on just my this. shit and our shit that I don't have time to look up whatever. What's the bike? Everybody uh, freaked out about. Yeah. All oh, the Peloton. Do you know about, I'm like, I don't, I literally don't have the time to look at their workouts to understand. Like it's, you're so invested in you. Right. Everything else just kind of gets shoved by the wayside. You're like, I can't stay focused on somebody else and expect myself to grow. I have to just be whatever happens in the outside world. I can't Doesn't control. Matter. You can't so I can focus on you. myself. Okay. This... And eventually That's it's like, okay. Like I, I just, said, I, oh, go ahead. I, I'm just curious about where like the, the changes. I mean, did you ever have that feeling like growing up and becoming a career where you looked at other people like your friends or family and go, damn, these people got this going good for them. And it kind of makes me jealous. And did that light a fire for you to work harder or did it not do anything to you? Or did you never feel that in the first place? Like, yes and no. There's people that are like, there's a test you can take on Lyme and there's like certain people that are motivated by money. There's certain people that are motivated by like self-worth. There's people that are motivated by like, everybody has like a different motivational factor. Okay. And so I always thought like starting off, like it didn't make sense. So I was like, I was a personal trainer, but I didn't really feel like I was motivated by money which is probably why i went into personal training <laughs> amen because i needed like a purpose right and then i was thinking like six months ago not to sound like conceited but i was like i was like okay i have a house we have a family we're probably knock on wood probably done having kids <laughs> and then uh 
I was like, what? Like I'm on paper, everything is done. Like, you right. know what I mean? You have yeah, the house, you have a family so hard to get that. Yeah. And then it's you like, it. what else should I do? And I was like, our families, like we're comfortable where we are. We have of course, yeah. crazy months, easy months, like everybody else. But, um, for the most, like, it just seems okay. We're there, but then I'm like, there's still like, I would have like the, the craziest months for me or the most stressful months for whatever reason, or why I have the most anxiety are like the months that I swear the gym does the best when really? everything is just smooth sailing. And in my brain, I, there's no, you know, like those dogs that they say need like a purpose to keep going. Yeah. Or they'll like become depressed and they'll like, that's what I feel like I am. Like I need to be like going after something where yeah. if I just plug in yeah, I think that's... and go like, okay, everything's good here. Like I don't really have to do like the, everybody's the gym is fine. Everybody's coming to their sessions. Coaches are cool. Like, yeah, the second you, I kind of get like pent up. Like I gotta be, I gotta be what's next. I gotta be doing something. So I yeah, don't know. So you're, you're more of a per purpose driven. Yeah. Like there has to be like something that I can see like, okay, this is what we're working toward. And if that goes away, so I like lose. So would you find yourself getting competitive against seeing somebody that, you know, really found their purpose? Who's somebody who is like, really like, a? I don't know. Yes. And What's no a career. That's not a lot of, money typically but it's very purpose driven i don't know like even just like flipping burgers like if you're happy as hell flipping burgers and you're yeah, like you Shit, see I someone could... happy and content then that's you're kind of like this guy found the the cheat code and yeah like, what does it matter about the money right this is just right you're able to make it work doing this and shit more power to you yeah but I mean, everybody, and then there's people that are like legit just workaholics and all they do is identify in the world of dollars. And they're like, I have no worth if I don't have nope. whatever exactly. this is in the bank. If I don't drive the Lambo yeah. or have and the, those people the Rolex. Learning, um, just the older I get are very obvious about it because they have to be. Yeah. Because nobody looks like they're rich. Like just person to person like yeah. you can't look somebody in the eyes and be like oh that's a rich person's eyes eyeballs are eyeballs i mean it's eyes into a human so they have to wear an expensive watch or drive roll up in a car or yeah. casually mention their beach house or casually mention their business whatever it is and then yeah it quickly goes ah oh, okay i know i know your game that's cool it's whatever but i've, I've people have a big um problem with with money wealth discrepancy theo vaughn says that he has a huge problem with wealth he's wealthy himself now yeah but because since he grew up so poor he's, he's like, like dude i feel I, like dirty when i have it yeah but he also is like i grew up hating rich people yeah hating loathing he's like you know a southern accent i i've never been racist but he's like but i'm prejudiced against <laughs> rich people bro i hate rich people and he just like goes on about it. No, it's weird. But then I mean, but that's the competition, though. That yeah. inspires, and that motivates to. But to it's make like, what's you your like then, and not dislike them? I guess. Where does 
where does that competition when you're strictly when you're looking at other i mean we always say and the, and the goal is to have blinders on and focus on you um i think that is healthier but some outside competition is healthy and if i didn't have it and if you didn't have it uh it's safe to say like core four wouldn't be what it is and everything else you wouldn't have the family you have and the house you have and the life you have and anything you're proud of somewhere was inspired from your surroundings because of everything around you was always just like all you do is sit around and then you get it you know what i mean you would yeah. right now be 36 how old are you 36 yeah 36 and you wouldn't have any of that if you just didn't work for it but yeah. you worked hard for it because somewhere you learned that that's what you needed to do whether it was watching somebody else or just literally people saying this is how capitalism works <laughs> you need to work to get money yeah um so where do you draw the line when competition becomes unhealthy when you need to get those blinders on where you need to reel it in and where you're focused too much on other people and their success and what they're doing to where it's actually hindering you and not building you i think you have to find like first what is important to you so like my thing was kind of building like a life where I can have a family and stuff like that. And there's like a yeah. nice, you know, good work life so, harmony. So that was your mountaintop. Yeah. Now, if I get so damn competitive that all of a sudden I'm taking away from that end goal was, I'm just digging like same thing. Would I love to have a freaking purple Lamborghini outside? Of, of sure, course I would. Especially purple. Is it worth stressing the hell out of my family and myself and going, I have to make this, whatever, I don't even know how much they are, yeah. $2,000 a month car payment because of it? It's like, no. It's like now you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. So you have to realize, like, how do I strike balance, being competitive? And you're going to have those weeks like when we kick off challenges that, like, shit's just haywire. You're just – it's – you're going to get those weeks, those months where you're like, this is just a crazy month or two months or whatever it is. But, you know, if you look at it as fun, like I look at this as like, how can we always get better? How can we kind of push the envelope? What can we learn from other people? What's some cool stuff we can implement? Like the website, the shirts, like all that stuff. Just how can we keep adding value, adding value, adding value? And you do it because you thoroughly enjoy it instead of almost like doing it because i don't know you're like not, you when you enjoy competition you enjoy the process of i want to make this the best that i can right. i want to make sounds, myself best the it business sounds like the best. you are really good which is i think a great thing you are really good at competing against you which is the goal that's what everyone should you should be just competing on building off the old you oh i used to do this i've changed that because i didn't like it and it wasn't getting me anywhere so now I'm better at this. I'm a harder worker. I'm smarter financially. I'm a better business owner. I'm a better uh, trainer, whatever it is, which is really good, I guess. And you made the point too, when you, and I agree with you, when you get so focused on what other people are doing and competing and, and, and being better than Jane Doe, um, being more fit, having toner arms, being wealthier, being happier, having a nice, you know, nicer looking family, better, whatever. 
that's when your whole entire life becomes fake. And that's when you, you lose sight of your mountaintop, the, yeah. your family. And all you're trying to do is keep up with the Joneses that even once you get there, you're not even going to be happy because you totally lost sight of what you want. Right. And what you want may change. What I want, I'm learning is also that family. And it happened, you know, when I had Rowan, everything just kind of really got simplified in a hurry. He's only two months old. But I was like, okay. This is what's important. This is what I don't want to miss time. I want to be able to work and always have an income and always be able to support my family in whatever way they need while I can be around him and miss as little time away from him as yeah as but that, that shouldn't suffer because I want to be like right so if I know. look at my next door neighbor three do three doors down there's a half a million dollar house my house is not even close to half a million Evan's dollars. in the same neighborhood guys <laughs> I'm in the same his neighbor is a millionaire and there, just to give you a depiction of how big his house there's is. no there's back-to-back -back half a million dollar new builds four doors down and then I am in the very old house. It's literally 100 years old. They think that's the earliest they could predict. It's probably older. Um, the additions were built in 1950. 72 years ago, they built the additions to my house. The so, bees still alive, though. So that's right. Um, those bees are 2022. Those, those bees got Corey's, Corey's poor legs. Anyway, if I got so focused on, I want my house to be this. I want to make more money. At so much more time away from Rowan, my son, it's so much more time not being a good dad, you know, building my family more to where I lose sight of what my mountain top is, my peak is. I think that is when you need to reel it in and stop BSing yourself, right? That's when competition gets very, very unhealthy and dangerous to where it's no longer motivating you. You're no longer, it's no longer pushing you. But instead, it's pulling you, right? You're constantly reaching for it instead of having it, you know, alongside of you, pushing you. So I guess the point is would just be that if if you lose sight of your goal, and your goal can change too, you know? I'm a, my life as a dad just started, like I said, 10 weeks ago, and maybe when he's five or six or maybe we'll have a, another one or another two who knows what life will bring um you know maybe my goals will shift and i'll go hey i want to be whatever i want to make sure that we live in this a mansion i don't know and then i want to work hard to to give my kids that or i it's ever evolving but I think you need to find a way to constantly be honest with yourself and why you want this. Yeah. And everybody's thing is going to be different for them to like compete in. Like I was thinking of like Seth, his competition is in October and he's like jacked to the gills right now, but it's like that Seth thing that he is working his ass towards right now. Yeah. Where it's like, for me, I'm like, okay, if I can stay in relatively good shape and if I get a couple months out of the year that I look good with abs and I'm by all means great. Right. Um, That's a great but for him, he's like, screw it. I want to push the envelope as That's far a, as I can. That's a great example.
But that's what he's like, I'm, I will do this day in, day out. But what if you woke up every day and looked at Seth? And I was like, fuck that. Yeah. You would always be like disappointed. You'd always have this feeling Resentment. over you that you – right. And then you would start to actually resent him or you would start to – Hey Seth, if you're listening, yeah, we love of course, you. <laughs> of course, I do want to look like you, but yeah, but you would you would become unhappy yourself, is yeah. what I'm saying. You would put Where, yourself down instead of lifting yourself exactly. up and like different. I got a different thing that I'm going towards. You would no longer be using him as admiration and something that you enjoy, and you would start resenting him and using him as negative, and you would start disliking him and be like, "Oh, I wish I had that." And then this narrative. How about this one? If I had that much time, yeah. If I worked at a gym, I would be I would there. Do blah, 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 blah. I, it's like no, you wouldn't. I've talked about this before. Being at the gym for your job is the Not last place you want to be. On your free time. Even though it, it's it's work, and we I mean, we damn well enjoy what we do. But I mean, you're here, you're getting stuff done. So when it's time to go home, you're like, okay, I'm ready to leave the gym. And then being like, I got to do an hour, thirty minutes here. No, you just want to leave. Yeah. So and then when does. you do that, you got to vacuum. And, and like, then when you do that, you got to clean the stuff you yeah. were using. Then the phone rings, and then you're just here for another hour. Oh, God, yeah. But um, but no, like how you were saying, but just shutting down that voice and like using Seth as an example, like that takes time and skill. How you said you're competing sometimes just against you, that when you have those moments that you're like, Sleep in today, skip your workout today, you know, stay up a little bit later. You don't have to eat, blah, 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 like you want. Like once you begin to shut that voice down enough, like now I take of it as like a game where I'm like, okay, this guy's not going to win again. I got to shut the voice down where it's yeah. like, it's a, probably not very, I don't know, it might be healthy, but like, not that I'm hearing voices, but I can like feel like, oh, the little bitch in me is coming out. Right. I got to make sure it doesn't it doesn't come out of the box. Well, that's where competition is necessary. Yeah. Because if you go, I want to not work out today. Oh, I better make sure I work out today. Or yeah. Or if you go with the Seth example, you go well. Since I am so content with me, and I know that I have different goals than Seth has goals. Um, for anybody who doesn't know Seth, he's just. He's very strong. He's a physique competitor, right? Big man, big shoulders, ripped. Um, so paint that picture. Um, kind of like what you imagine a super fit person looks like, it's Seth. So if you look at that as if you don't look exactly like him, you're not fit, right? And you go, you know what? I'm going to use this as a healthy competition. Know that my goals are different than Seth's goals. I'm very happy and content with where I am. And I don't, I don't need to use him as motivation or inspiration anymore. That's where it becomes a problem where you fully lose the competition. Yeah. Because then all of a sudden you convince yourself that you don't need to move your body anymore. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're packing on a bunch of unwanted weight and then your knees hurt and then you can't do things like get up and down off the floor or you end up being, uh, having a bunch of health problems where you can't do X, Y, and Z. You know, and then all of a sudden your quality of life when you're 60, 70, 80 years old is way different than someone else's. So that is where competition is necessary. But, it, you know, it's all about that balance. This is why we keep coming back to where is the where does competition balance out? Well, you can take aspects from everything. Like you can look at using Seth again as an example, like, 
okay, like for instance, if we were playing hockey and I got to be Seth's size, like it would be tough to be able to like just keep up just because he's yeah, the amount of big, muscle on right. Um, but going like, okay, if that dude can work out five days a week at the gym or six days a week, yeah. I can do it too. Yeah. It just kind of sets the bar. Or, if or this you can say, I can has, do four. Yeah. You know, I can do four. If that's what you can fit in your day. But taking aspects and principles of it and not having to go, I have to do this verbatim because everybody's life is different. Everyone. Everybody's work their- schedules are different, but you can take little nuances from each individual and go, if I take 10% from him and 10% from him and 10% from him, all of a sudden I can kind of begin to build this person or this life that all stemmed from me kind of looking up to people or again, admiring people. Yeah. Admiring people and kind of competing with them as far as instead of against them more or less. Sure. I mean, it'd be very easy as a personal trainer myself to look at Seth's physique and get jealous, you know, and I bet you the old me would have, and I'd be like, oh, well, he doesn't do this. And I, he does, I bet you I could outrun him or he could never make it. I, I could he skate chicken I could, every day. I could skate circles around him or he's probably not hit. You know, that's a very immature that much chicken though. That's a very immature, small thing. But now, it's like now you're like, damn boy, you're getting after he's it. He's part of our team, baby. He's representing core four. He's representing Evan's friends. <laughs> like right. if if you get that team building mindset, it's like, yeah, baby, we all it, we're the Avengers. That's our Hulk. Yes. I'll, I'll be I'll be a uh, Hawkeye or whatever guy. Is the, <laughs> it's is just the, normal is guy. The normal guy who just good. stays far away and is a finesse. I'm good athlete. at bow and arrow. That was always my joke with my friends because I was so shy and weak in high school which i talked about a million times in this podcast all my friends were big tall hulking great football players um and then there was me and i could do all of like the fun like catch a ball or throw a ball but i was worthless actually come game day so i never played and uh so that was always the joke i'd be like okay well my role is the uh the face of the franchise heartthrob and then and everybody else does all the work. All the heavy shit. That's funny. That way it's fun. That's one thing that skipped our whole of our family. Our line of like cousins yeah. didn't get the football. It caught no, no. on after us. Football was before and after us. You're right. We You're all right. tried it. Dan Couturier is pretty good. He's pretty fast. I'll Dan, give him that. He's, Kevin and Craig. Kevin and Craig were very good. Yeah. So you pick back up with that generation. It was yeah. just like a 10-year gap. Yeah. Part You're of right. it, we grew up in like the Wings 96, 97 That's era when like true. all people cared about Yeah, you're right. Hockey. Our generation played hockey. Adrian, yeah. you, me. That's such a great point. Yeah. That was it. Like hook, line, and sinker. That's such a great, great point. Did I ever tell you about the story when – Man, you're a genius. Josh and Tarek all came to visit me at GR. My no. moment of glory that I messed what up. Oh, so I was always on like I was always fast. Um, so I was on kickoff because I could just like run full speed in yeah. a straight line, and I would, I would just get exploded <laughs> just, on by somebody. Oh yeah. So, anyways, finally, um, we're beating the shit out of this team, and they were like, "Demary, you can go in at wide receiver." We were winning like fifty-six to twelve or something like that. 
and the corner that I was going against a wide receiver was like up to my nipples. I was like, I was, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like a child. Yeah, this is great. So he's like, run a stop and go. So you run five yards, stop, turn for the ball, and then you just turn again and you just That's book good. it. Yeah. So he bites and I'm running and my friends are there from Canton and they're in the stands oh, and man. he goes, you are literally, it's like, a movie he's like the quarterback sees you <laughs> throws, throws it you're running motion. on the sideline. he's like there's nobody by you the corner is on the ground because you guys collided on the stop and go <laughs> and he goes you turn your head and the football goes boom and hits you right in the head no. and then you fall down and then you just stand there pick up the ball and you walk back to the huddle oh, and give it, and then no. i got pulled away that is like and a that movie. was it. And he was like, your moment of glory. He's like, my friends still talk about it. That was He's your like, moment. everything slowed down. We're watching you go like this. You turn, it just hits you right in the face mask. Oh, yeah. Good That's thing you were winning. He's like, it'd be 10 times worse if it wasn't like a complete blowout. It's like, if that was a play to win the game, oh, my he's like, God. oh, my God. But yeah. Mine is, uh, my friends always make fun of me because my joke is, although I didn't play, there was no better practicer. In the, yeah. in the Huron League. <laughs> the boy, fundamentals. Boy, could I practice. The fundamentals. Drills, great and at. And my, uh, my friend Charlie always makes fun of me because I, I told him this story one time in confidence that I was actually excited about. I was joking when I told him the story, but I told him in confidence that we, uh, we went to Ford Field my junior and senior year because we went to the state finals. And so I would do warm-up, and I was a receiver tight end, so – I would warm up with all the receivers and tight ends. And I made this sweet one-handed catch at Ford Field during the warm-ups. And there's, like, the most people in the stands you've ever seen. No one watched except maybe, like, my dad was yeah. watching me run there out. But it's warm-up, so no one's paying attention. Everyone's going to get food. And I, I told him, I was like, I did have this cool catch at Ford Field. And he just makes fun of me every single – he's like, yeah, but did you see Evan's practice warm yeah. up, warm up Ford catch? field, baby? One handed catch. Yeah, and I didn't care about it that much, but the way I said it one time, really, he really thought that I really was passionate about it, and uh, I so just that's didn't... it. That he just makes fun of me all the time now. I never Thanks, played Jeff. football like organized until I got into high school, and like I've I watched football, but it's like mayhem. even that, you see. The players they get hit, but then they bounce up. So I'm like, this, hits. this doesn't. They obviously are fine. No, so until I got hit the first time, I was like, this sucks, dude. It is. Give me the it hell. It is out a of car here. accident every time. Oh it's my It's like God. getting in a car accident. Imagine if you've never played football and have gotten in a car accident. It's like doing that 50 times a day or 50 times a game. I was on. So my freshman. It's brutal. When I was some a, people love it. Yeah, some obviously, people. A lot of people love it. When I was a freshman, I was running down, same thing on kickoff, and there was a scene, there was like the freshman JV team versus the uh, juniors and seniors. So we played each other just for a scrimmage. They kick it off, I'm running, and the senior, the first time I ever got hit, I'm, I got my eye on the guy that has the ball, right? And this guy just sees me, and he's like, oh, oh. I'm just going to drill this freshman. <laughs> I got like snot came out of my nose <laughs> i was like what in the hell oh yeah you just i've never gotten hit that hard or hit ever it's brutal the first time you get hit i remember one time i got hit and i thought i swallowed my mouth guard because i know took that my feeling. airway I was yeah. like, and i was or like it just gets immediately dry and i was like oh my god i think this is serious my throat I think is I'm gone. choking i think i saw like and then i realized nope that was just that the soul getting sucked out yeah of 
Yeah, that no. was scary. And then, I mean, you kind of get you get used to it the more you do it, but it's never never fun. No, some people love it. Some people love it. No thanks. This is the the football podcast it turned well, into. We change it up we again. We talked about how bad Corey and I were at high school football. We do it every time. We got Puckaroo though. That's all. That's all we need, baby. Hold our own See, there's that comp, comp, competitive voice that just came in. That's right. Screw football. <laughs> I, I quit so I can be I good at hockey. I don't need it. I don't need it. It's a stupid sport. Anyway. They could never skate as fast as I. Yeah. Oh well. All right. I think that's a good enough time to wrap this thing up. Um, any closing? Should we should we tie it all together? About I think we made some good points. In a nutshell, this one kind of naturally became an interview. I was asking, I was interviewing you. It felt like I would say, cool. just don't shy away from competition. We kind of got off topic at the beginning, but I know a lot of people they they view competition as a bad thing, and they're scared of failure, or they're scared that so and so is going to beat them at what they're doing. Right. And if you look like that, you, you'll you'll never you'll never compete at anything, and you'll always stay stuck where you are. Where like we touched on, even if you fail in competition, you know, you always fail forward. So you might have learned 10 great things in the process. And then when you get up and you try again, all of a sudden you're that much better because of it. And people tend to, to veer off. And even I know this is around to wrap it up, but like people, I thought about this the other day, people that graduate school and they get a job, they stop usually learning further like the rest of their life this is super interesting like they stop just talking about this with chan like 24 25 they get their first gig and like they're completely done yeah and then like the next 50 years they're alive that 24 25 year old brain that they got the stuff put into that's like it and they also think that they do know it all yeah so then they're 50 and then they're talking to 24 year olds dumb as a bag talking but they're talking down to them as if they know more Mm-hmm. When in reality, they may, they very well might not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you pick up those nuances as you get older and things that come with the territory and the job, but a lot of them, that's the last book right. they ever touch. That's the last really big developmental mind growth that they ever do. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah stay competitive. The, the, yeah, the band is, I think what I would take from this the most and what I am taking from this conversation the most is as long as it is your own focused goal at your mountaintop as we called it use competition however much you need to if it's going to inspire you to get to your mountaintop if you see your neighbors now everyone's bsing so it's going to look like they have a perfect life if you see a white picket fence you know a boy and a girl and a dog and a golden retriever and a happy family and and you just see this picture and you want that you can use that as a good inspiration and motivation um as long as that aligns with your goal right mm-hmm. now if and then if it's if your goal is outside of that and different one don't allow yourself to waste time on that and if that hinders you or bothers you or you think it's this or you find yourself talking poorly about them, you know, and behind their backs or whatever. It's, it's something going on with you. You either know that you're not working hard to get that, if that's what you want, or your goals don't align with them. So stop wasting time on it. Focus on your goals. Keep those blinders on. Um, I think that's the best way to view 
competition in in my mind i think if it and and people in your circle are on your team they're your friends they're your chosen friends and family and they're on your team and if you find yourself having jealousy issues or resentment towards people you love and friends and you'll end up falling off it's just by your it's own not, doing. it's not good it's and it, and it is yourself you somewhere are not working hard enough and you know it and you don't for whatever reason want to start doing it so so get the let out and maybe it's fitness you know maybe you're one of the people that walk in and you see the girl in the all head to toe lululemon and she's got a you know, to really, like really that. tone arms and and then you go roll that your eyes and go, oh, she's just flaunting her body, blah, 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 blah. Part of it, she worked her ass but off. You got to You got to go. OK, this is not easy. Yeah. <laughs> like not everybody can do it. And so you got to give credit where credit's due. And if you find yourself really having a struggle with not keeping those blinders on and not being on your self goal, it's because your goals don't align with that person or it's because, you know, you're not working as hard as they are and you're actually kind of you know upset with yourself more or less so i mm -hmm. think the quicker we can figure that out the quicker you can get rolling because you know if you got in the gym and you're working hard you don't care what people next to you look like no you I'm don't worried about myself right now you and don't and if you show up every day and you give it your all and you go home and your head hits the pillow and you go damn i gave it my all you're gonna spend less time on social media making fun of that girl in her sports bra or send in the picture of this person's motivational thing to you know whatever it is that you're you're mocking and making fun of and we're all guilty of doing it um i'll gladly admit that i've done it many times um but if you honestly work hard at the end of the day and you work towards your mountaintop uh a lot of that jealousy resentment and anger stuff just really dissipates quickly yeah um and you can use the competition to actually inspire you and motivate you and and help you grow. Agreed. All right. That is it. Core 4 supplements, guys. Core 4 merchandise. Buy some merch. Get it from the gym. Those logos are sweet on this gym. I almost want to change our yeah. whole logo to look that way. I know. It pops so much more. It's a very good. Rowan keeps staring at it every time I wear it because the <laughs> contrast. Yeah. Every time I wear it, he just. What is like that? His little head's bobbing around and he's just staring at it. No, he it loves does. The it stands out shirt. so much more. It does. And then supplements, guys. Our whey protein goes bananas. It's so stupid good. Save 10%. Use the code word podcast at checkout. Grab it. And uh, what else? What else? Free shipping if you spend over 100 bucks. So if you want two things, three things, grab it. It'll ship for grab free. And you can save 10% on top of that. And then every Wednesday at the every or every last Wednesday of the month, there's going to be a big deal for a limited time. Save twenty five percent. Maybe it's buy one get one. You never know. That's the last Wednesday of every month. All right, guys. See you next time. Adios.